Welcome to What a Time. I'm Maggie, helping you get across campus and beyond one pep talk at a time. Today's pep talk is about how to get people to like you. And spoiler alert, it has nothing to do with people pleasing. This topic is pretty personal to me and it's something that's come up during quarantine that I've been reassessing how I give to people. Normally, I wait a little longer before I share topics that I'm personally going through because I like to have a lot of perspective on it and a lot of time in a topic before I bring it on here. But this has been something that's coming up for my clients a lot as well. And I know I say that all the time, but it's true. So I decided to share what I've been thinking about people pleasing and how people perceive you and how to get people to like you because I think that it is really relevant and I heard something that totally changed the game on how I thought about it so I wanted to share. First of all, I'm a people pleaser. I want people to like me. Even saying that is kind of cringy to me and makes me feel very vulnerable but I know that it is a super common normal human experience especially for those sensitive empathetic types and I talk about old souls and fitting in in another podcast that I'll link in the show notes but that's kind of what I'm addressing here. I find that when you're a sensitive person you're able to pick up on the needs of other people and if you want that other person to like you it is a very easy trap to fall into that you try to fulfill those needs for that person. Anyways, let's talk about common ways we can be a people pleaser. Do any of these sound familiar? You make yourself really available. I am a really big personal offender of that one. So it's when you drop what you're doing to do something for someone else or to be there for someone else. It can also be making yourself really available for whatever it is the other person wants to do. So, you know, if someone asks you, what time do you want to go to dinner? And you'll be like, oh, I don't care. Whenever you can go. And the person picks a time and like you don't actually really want to go at that time. That can be people pleasing. It is also just going along with what the other person has going along and just being available for their ride. Gosh, there are so many ways that we contort ourselves and make ourselves available in order to get other people to like us. So many ways. Next is always doing what the other person wants. So if someone's like, hey, what do you want to do tonight? And you're like, oh, I don't care whatever you want to do. That can be a way that you're people-pleasing. Another way we people-please is just agreeing with what everyone else is saying, regardless of how you actually feel. I don't do that one as often, but when I do, I feel so gross after, like the self-betrayal gross. And I have to be so super gentle with myself after because I'm human. Next, you overgive to get people to like you. So overgiving could be like doing extra things for people. It could be like going all out for someone's birthday. It could be like even sometimes it shows up for me in the form of like gift giving. Another big one I hear all the time from my clients is that you feel really bad saying no. And lastly, you feel responsible for how other people feel. So if someone is upset, you might think that you made them upset. Or if someone is mad, you might think you've made them mad and that you need to do something about it. But that person is having their own experience of their own feelings. Here is the breakthrough I had about people-pleasing. 
it is that people pleasers are secret control freaks. We are trying to control how people feel about us and how people perceive us. My sister and I were in an argument about something once and she told me, she's like, you never stand up for yourself. And I was like, you're right, because I'm trying to control everything in here and I'm trying to control you and everyone's happiness and make sure everyone is okay and good so no one's mad and no one's mad at me. But really all this made me feel was resentful and feeling burdened and unhappy in my relationships where I was extra people-pleasy. And do not even get me started on how people-pleasy I was in my romantic relationships until I got some of this under control because it was wild. When we are in people-pleaser mode, we are hanging how we feel about ourselves, how we perceive ourselves, how we see ourselves on how other people feel about us. I don't know about you, but I for sure don't want my perception of myself to hang in the hands of someone else that takes away all of my personal power. How I feel about me is my responsibility. You can't control what another person does, so it also is an epic waste of energy. Addressing myself as a control freak instead of a people pleaser really, really helped me shift out of my people pleasing ways because it made me assess where I have control and where I don't, especially when it comes to the way that people see me. A big thing that helped with this is I just ask myself why when I'm making plans with anyone, when I'm doing anything for anyone, I ask myself the why. And if it's to get anything out of them, I don't do it. And the second thing that I think about is self-betrayal. What parts of myself am I giving up to fit in or to be friends or to please the other person? Now, there is always compromise when it comes to dealing with other people, but there can be over-compromise where you become selfless instead of self-full. And I want to hang out with people who want me to be full of myself and not like arrogant or a jerk, but want to be full of my authenticity to share myself fully to be fully present and not overburdened or feeling resentful and that is in fact how you get people to like you people like you when you're being yourself they like you when you're authentic i don't like when my sweet lovely people pleasing friends are trying to appease a situation I like it when they're being true to themselves and then it gives me permission too to be myself so my mentor Gabby Bernstein says that like when you shine you give other people permission to shine and that goes for people pleasing too that if you have an opinion or a boundary or say no it inspires me to be able to do the same thing and then we can be friends on a more authentic grounded level And I totally get that community is a necessary human instinct part of our lives and that when we feel like we're not in community, it can feel really, really uncomfortable. But I promise you in being authentic, you're going to attract the right people into your life and that is how you're going to build a really strong community of support. So back to our pep talk title, how to get people to like you. The answer is stop people pleasing figure out your own boundaries, cultivate a full sense of self, which also means being human and messing up and that is totally okay and expected, and being friends with the people that are attracted to that version of you. 
And this is a big life lesson. You're not going to do it all in one day. What I suggest you start with is just figure out why you're doing the things you're doing and see if it's to control someone's perception of you. And then maybe ask yourself, what do you really want to do? What do you want for dinner? What time do you want to hang out? How do you want to spend your time? How do you want to make yourself available? And Take some of the power back to being full of self, not full of yourself, but just knowing who you really are, what you really want, because that can really get lost in some of the people pleasing. That's today's pep talk. I hope it was helpful. I know this has been a big learning experience for me, and I hope that you can take some of my mistakes and make them into some of your lessons too. For more tips and tricks and mentoring, my website is maggiedepasquale.com. If you could like, subscribe, share, do all the things, it's always so helpful to me to grow this platform. And as always, I'm rooting for you. 